Beetlejuice. 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 It's showtime. Welcome to the Beetlejuice Minute, where we discuss Tim Burton's Beetlejuice minute by minute. I'm your host, Julianne Fay, actress and owner of CinemaBliss.com, and my co-host today is Barry Rathman. I am not an actress. I am more involved in the sound part of making movies. Happy Wednesday, everybody, and welcome to Minute number 52 on the Beetlejuice Minute. Ortho jokes about suicides becoming civil servants and reveals how he was a paranormal researcher. His date and him trade a couple of insults, or we're not quite sure if he's his, his date or not, but, you know, the person sitting next to him trade a couple of insults, so there's something going on there. And Delia and Charles try to cheer up the party because the insults get a little uncomfortable when Lydia says she's seen ghosts before and then adds to the uncomfortableness. Then Delia tries to pass it off as a joke. Who wants to go first? Well, they never say specifically what Beryl and Otho's relationship are in the movie. In the script, it specifies she is actually the editor for Ballantine Books. Uh, that's all it really says, but we know they have a past because, uh, wow, catty much. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It almost seemed like they were like siblings that don't get along, yeah. like at all. Or like they had a major fight on the way over. She looks mm. very agitated mm. as she's sitting there. While everyone's smoking indoors. <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, the 80s. <laughs> yeah, so Beryl was played by Adele Lutz. She hadn't really acted much. She's done this. She did Silence of the Lambs. She was like a TV anchor person. Uh, so she really hadn't done much acting. However, she's done costume designs for a lot of stuff, specifically for her husband, David Byrne, of The Talking Heads. She designed a lot of their stuff. Wow, I was going to mention something about her costume, so that's like the perfect segue. Um, interesting costume choice to have such a l large Minnie Mouse-style bow on Otho's suicidal date sister, whoever she is. And then... Perhaps it's a harken to Tim Burton's early Disney days, though I sincerely doubt it. I think it's just kind of amusing to have such a cutesy bow on a suicidal person or someone who perhaps was suicidal in the past. Well, the uh, yeah, the script actually, because it starts with just him talking about the suicide First thing. First thing he says, I hope it wasn't another one of your dreary suicide attempts out of nowhere. Yeah. You can hardly even tell who he's addressing. He's like, hey... You know, not Shelley Duvall. I hope it wasn't another one of your dreary suicide attempts. And I've always been like, what? why does he, what is he talking about? To the point where I thought, because right before that is whenever, um, uh, Del like in the last minute was whenever uh, Delia was talking to, oh my God, what's the guy, the talk show guy? Dick Cavett. Dick Cavett. Dick, Cavett, yeah. Dick Cavett's character. Yeah. And about his, her, her sculptures. Agent. And she was like, you know, you like them. And he was like, eh. And I, in the next line is Otho saying, I hope it wasn't another one of your dreary, your, your suicide attempts. I was thinking, wait, does Delia have some kind of past with like issues or something? Cause you know, that's the next line, but that's because they cut out things, which I'll now, now let Barry say instead of talking over them. No, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. In the script, there's a little bit beforehand. Uh, before he goes into the, I just hope it wasn't one of your dreary suicide attempts. In the script, it actually has Otho to Beryl. Well, darling, you can only have a hysterectomy once, so why don't you tell us what really went, to, what you really went to the hospital for last week? Or dare I ask, is that a nose nouveau? <laughs> and then he goes into the suicide. So it's he, he's he's still horrible, but uh, <laughs> the movie made him a bit less horrible, like Slightly. a lot of the things. <laughs> no, he just went right to suicide. <laughs> And then what about that comment when she says, oh, 
paranormal? Is that what we call your kind these days? Yeah, that could be taken a couple different ways. If you're a horrible human being, it can be taken one way. Um, looking at the script, it basically just says she's tired of his crap. So she's just insulting him generally. I think uh, that's the way that's probably intended, especially yeah, in the Yeah, I thought 80s. just yeah. unusual. She was making fun of him just being unusual and strange. Yeah, but the way she pointedly says it. Your kind, yeah. Your, yeah, it's it's a little, uh, well. It, it's, it seems like she might be going, making a dig at his sexuality, but in a strange way. Just using a word with multiple syllables that she's not familiar with, maybe. Paranormal. Paranormal, <laughs> yeah, paranormal. But I love this part. Okay, so um, he was really good at paranormal research until the bottom dropped out in 72. And I know some of you did some research to figure <laughs> out what the hell happened in 72 that the paranormal research um, career people suddenly could no longer make mm -hmm. a career out of it. I did. We did. We were very curious, so we looked into it extensively extensively <laughs> meaning we googled paranormal 1972 for several months <laughs> and uh apparently there was something going on called the philip experiment i didn't read too much about it but um if those at home playing along want to google it basically it sounded like a, a sham ghost issue where like some paranormal researchers made up a ghost or something like that and tried to pass it off as real or something like that and it kind of like outed a bunch of people as basically being like hucksters and so Otho's kind of almost admitting that he's a huckster if they don't know about if they don't know what he's talking about if you think about it. Yeah, I think the original idea was to sort of is ghosts uh, are ghosts a psychosomatic thing? You know, mm -hmm. can you believe in something so much and actually physically cause it to appear? Kind of like the Ouija board thing about like you're not pu pushing it, I'm not pushing it, yeah. blah blah blah. But in reality, everybody's pushing. Everybody's it. pushing yeah. it somehow. Right. <laughs> so the uh, yeah, that, that's about the closest thing we could think of. Or that we could find mm. for well, if it's a sham, that would pretty much you know that would make put the bottom a drop out in the whole paranormal. If you were making a career out of it, well, some people think it's a sham. Some people made two movies out of it, so you know <laughs> <laughs> there are two movies. But it sounds fascinating. Now I kind of want to check out those movies because it, it sounds like an interesting. And Jared Harris is in the set, in the the last one. He's usually good. Yeah, except in Lost in Space, but nobody was good in that. Um, he was in Lost in Space. <laughs> That'll be another conversation for the Lost in Space Minute. No one will ever listen to that one. Um, I, I was going to say something else, and I can't remember what it was about the Otho thing, whatever. Oh, I wonder if they actually left in that bit of dialogue just because they'd already had Miss Argentina earlier on say, like, if I knew then what I know now, I wouldn't have had my little accident. And they felt like that reference needed to pay off. So they're like, well, we still have to make the civil servants comment. So we'll leave in Otho's suicide comment so that he we can still have that. But really, if they would have cut that, would it really have changed anything? In fact, it would have made it more of kind of like a weird end thing that people would talk about. Like, what did what did Miss Argentina mean whenever she said, I wouldn't have had my little accident? Would it... I do find it interesting that if you think that paranormal people are just a bunch of hucksters, how would he even know that suicidal people become, you know, that's kind of interesting. Like, how did that bit of the afterlife reality actually make it across to the living side well, there's always some things that you know can come across that or he could have been just taking a wild guess well that's, i mean you say because the way he talks is you know i was doing this until the bottom of that doesn't make it sound like he left it more of he was probably still dabbling you know he, he might have still had an interest hanging out at race dance's bookstore and, yeah <laughs> The thing is, I mean, in this, re okay, obviously in Beetlejuice's reality, obviously the living can see the dead and talk to the dead eventually. But I'm just saying in our own reality, how would we know if suicides were civil servants in the afterlife? Well, the way, also the way he says it, 
and in that kind of joking manner, it's almost like that's a it, common thing. Yeah, well, that people not, maybe talk not a common, but like that's that's a punchline. You know, he's not mm-hmm. he's not advancing a theory on the afterlife. It's just like, oh, you know what they say about suicides. Mm-hmm. Ha, 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 ha. He does treat it. Yeah, he does kind of treat it like a punchline. Yeah. So maybe he's just taking a stab and is right. Correct. Just happens to be correct. <laughs> yeah. I mean, later on, we do see that he can kind of work some supernatural mojo. Not much. Like, he's not very good at it, but he's still able to pull something off. So he could know, like, a little bit or take some lucky guesses, you know. Otho seems like the kind of guy that does have his, his hand in a lot of different honeypots. And, um... <laughs> Sorry, that just sounded very weird. I was like, he's dabbling in a bunch of inkwells. I don't know. He... He likes learning a bunch of different things, but he doesn't, like, learn a lot about them. Just enough to be like, you know, I studied this after I did this, or blah, 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 before I did this. Oh, that's right. He did say all that kind of stuff when they were decorating the house. Because mm-hmm. he studied in chemical engineering chemical or something. Chemical engineering, yeah. Yeah. Which is why he knows what vermilion is. Vermilion. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I laughed at the witch joke, too, Delia. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> the witch joke? The house dropped on your sister. Oh, yeah. sorry. Wow. Boy, I have a short <laughs> oh, wait. memory. It's because I'm drinking too much of this ginger ale out of my peel juice minute cup. We can't say what it is, <laughs> though. Otherwise, we'll have to pay the company. That's true. But did anyone catch the, I'm sure I can say this because it's in the minute, did anyone catch the Coca-Cola can on Charles' side of the table? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was in front of Lydia. Lydia was drinking Coke. And also thinking about Lydia, what I think is neat is whenever, if you're looking at her during the scene, you know, in earlier on, whenever she was eating, whenever they were having the Chinese, and she was just kind of like, you know, my whole life's a dark room and everything, just shut off. But whenever they're talking about the supernatural, she's all leaned forward, just like, I'm involved in this right now. Like, she wants to talk about what they're talking about. Well, coming up on the next couple minutes, uh, just watch her face the whole time. It's it's delightful. She's <laughs> She's doing some great, great reactions. Yeah. And on that note, join us tomorrow for the next minute to catch all those awesome Lydia reactions and our reactions to her reactions. Bye-bye! Until next time, save us some popcorn and we'll see you soon at the Beetlejuice Minute.